It's time for Around the Ozarks in 5, brought to you by Talking Rocks Cavern. Explore the beauty above and below ground at Talking Rocks Cavern. The Springfield-Green County Park Board reminding you to go play. And Roto-Rooter Plumbing and Drain Service. Call Southwest Missouri's best plumber today for a free estimate. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Forheads. Well, good Friday morning to you. Oh my goodness, can you believe it? It's almost here. Uh, It is not Ethan or Sarah still. It is Diana Tyndall filling in along with my beautiful co-host today, Joy Robertson. Joy, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me back. It's a twofer kind of week. I love it. I love it. It feels like you're back in the news for just a hot minute. (laughs) Well, uh, a hot minute, you know? One of these days, I'm going to demand a prompter. I want a prompter. Right. We have none of those with podcasts. I can read off the paper. (laughs) It's been a minute. We're high class here with our papers back in the old days. Well, let's get to some news. We have some exciting news for Cardinal baseball fans around the Ozarks. We're, it feels like we're gearing up for spring training already. And the St. Louis Cardinals caravan presented by Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance is coming to Springfield next Friday. It looks like Friday, uh, January 12th and the 2022 Rawlings Gold Cup winner, Brendan Donovan will be headlining the event. The Caravan's a great way for fans outside St. Louis to get up close and personal with their favorite team, get the latest scoop on the upcoming season from current Cardinals players, alumni, and broadcasters. And get this, kids 15 and under will receive one autograph from each current and former player. The current players uh, who will be at the Cardinals Caravan have been announced, and they include Brendan Donovan, Ivan Herrera, Nick Robertson, Matt Max Rajik, uh, as well as alumni players like Rick Ankeel and Ryan Ludwig. I've probably butchered all of their names and I'm so sorry. My husband's probably mortified. (laughs) But the announcers that are going to be there are also going to be Rick Horton, uh, Mike Claiborne, who are going to be joining the event as well. The public's going to have two opportunities to participate in the fun. That's January 12th is the first opportunity. It's going to be at at the uh, Cardinals uh, Hammonds training facility at 1230. And the second is going to be at the Great Southern Bank Arena for the Bass Pro Shops Tournament of Champions presented by Chevy Dealers of the Ozarks at 715. So don't miss your favorite baseball plans. Have you have you ever been to uh, Cardinals Caravan, Joy? I have not been to one of those, but if you're a fan, I can't imagine anything better. That would be like a dream come true so for a, a young a kid who's, who digs it or even an adult, you know, I'm yeah. sure it's great. So that's very yeah. cool. Amazing. Very cool. Okay. I got one for you. Okay. okay. Pay attention here. I got caught up in this today. Okay. Uh-oh. While the caravan is very exciting news, Diana, the most exciting It's going to come with a little traffic. We all know that. Okay, so keep that in mind on January 12th. Because in other traffic news, you may have noticed on your commute the past couple days, Battlefield Road is moving a lot slower than usual. All right. The westbound Battlefield Road lanes have been reduced to a single lane between Luster Avenue and Glenstone, as well as a full closure of Stewart, where Stewart intersects with Battlefield Road. Okay. I was down there just a little while um, ago and I went through there and I, I think there was one lane going either way that was down to. Oh, so early. be prepared yeah. for that. The city of Springfield reported that the reason though behind these closures is for concrete pavement repairs associated with the battlefield corridor improvement project. Construction is expected to last through Monday, 
the 8th. So we don't have forever and it is progress, but just allow a little more time if you're on Battlefield Road. Yeah, be on the lookout this morning if you're uh, heading into that road. (laughs) And uh, it is the new year, which means it is the new release of the 2023 reports. Uh, This story is not fun to report, but according to homicide analysis from Missouri Police police Departments, uh, the number of killings in Kansas City has set an all-time high. While in St. Louis, the number has decreased significantly. Kansas City Police Department reported an all-time high of 182 killings in um, uh, in 2023, and St. Louis reported 158 in 2023, which was a decrease from the 200 um, killings reported in 2022, um, which is just awful. I hate that. But um, sometimes with those, it goes along to have... Um, a a trial, a case. And the other day, um, this was probably about two weeks ago, I almost served on a criminal murder case, which was very interesting to get a little sneak peek into and appreciate our uh, justice system and what they do. And it was for a homicide. This man had murdered his um, girlfriend and, um, uh, shout out to our police department. They they did a great job. And uh, I was not selected. I was deeply offended. I was ready to, you know, be opinionated. Do your, do your duty. Yeah. And, yeah. No, I, I was not chosen probably because of that. <laughs> so, well, I have been uh, called. I've never been chosen. And I'll be honest, a few weeks ago, I got my notice and promptly forgot. Uh oh, you yeah. better you better uh, follow up on that. Sometimes I think well, if you don't call or if you don't report in, then you can be you can be fined. I think. A couple hours later, I went. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> you know, and so I called him okay, up and I said, you. I left a voicemail. I said, "This is Joy. Um, I'm really sorry. I'm not going to lie. I forgot. So if you need me to just report to the Green County Jail, just tell me what time I need to be here. Perfect. <laughs> really sorry. And they called me back and they were like you know what, we ended up not doing it today anyway. So you're off the hook. But I felt terrible. Well, at least you were off the hook. So that's good. (laughs) Yeah, I figured, you know, and and they didn't throw me in the slammer for that. So that's a good thing. So I'll never do that again. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, Temperatures are dropping. You've probably noticed that winter weather is here. All right. With um, the temperatures below freezing, a lot of people in the Ozarks have to turn to an emergency shelter. I mean, they have no other option. And it's just heartbreaking to think Mm -hmm. about that. Crisis cold weather shelters that run through the community partnership of the Ozarks are available when the temperatures dip below 32, 32 or below on any given night. Mm -hmm. Now you can find a list of the cold weather shelters at aroundtheozarks.com and people need who need access to that can get a free meal. They can sign up for shelter. They can be picked up at Grace United Methodist Church. Also the community partnership is accepting volunteers to stay overnight at those shelters, help serve the meals, deliver supplies, and transport pets even. So if you have some time and want to help people, that would be a great way to do it. You can get involved at communitypartnershipoftheozarks.com and stay tuned to get the weather forecast a little bit later today from Abby Dyer on Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather. It's an important need for people. It really is heartbreaking, you know, when you think you have a nice warm house to go to, but not everybody does. So you're right. You're right. Oh, I've got another one. I've got, got another hey, story. Is, yeah, this yeah, is a good one because you love food, news. right? 
Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, the other day we talked about um, a couple of restaurants have its field closing, yeah. the Southside Hands. We've got three businesses that are opening at 14 Mill Market. All right. Oh. Down in Nixa, London Calling Pasty Company, Classics Pizza and Subs and the Go Chew Handcrafted Korean Barbecue Bowl. All expected to open this month down at 14 Mill Market, the first food hall in southwest Missouri. All right. London Calling is the iconic British restaurant and food truck that offers things like pasties, sausage rolls, shepherd's pies, fish and chips, the drinks, the desserts. Always ask for the Guinness gravy. Pro tip. It's delicious. Um, the grand opening of that is coming up this Saturday. Uh, Classics Pizza and Subs is going to serve pizza, hot and cold subs, wings, baked pastas, and more. It should open a little bit later this month. And Go Chew Handcrafted Korean Barbecue Bowl is a casual restaurant with, it's like a fusion. They do a Korean-inspired flavor created with a bold blend of a lot of international flavors, also set to open a little bit later this month. Have you been down there to 14 Mill Market yet? Yes, and I loved it. It's yeah. so fun. I mean, if Ozarks, y'all, if you have not been there, it's one of a kind. Yeah. It is so yeah. neat. For people who have picky people who can't agree on eating the same meal. Uh, it's a great option. You literally can just send your kids with 20 bucks and they can go get something. I mean, it's not the cheapest, but it is so fun. It is a really neat experience. And you know, I loved it. You can get anything you want. You can have drinks or you can have yeah. like a healthy, like a smoothie you can get. It's just Amazing. And I, I, I couldn't stand it. I was in there one day and I had to have um, one of the waffles and oh. we went and got one of the Monte Cristo. Well, I'm like, when am I going to have this again? Right. I'm already stuffed, yeah. but I got to do it, you know, and you can share. So it's just, it's great. It's a fun place. So that's good news on the restaurant front. So there you go. Oh, amazing. Well, another business in the Ozarks broke ground in Marshfield yesterday, Jordan's Place, a new affordable housing development for adults with disabilities and seniors. And it looks like WV Capabilities and the Webster County SB40 Board are the Webster County uh, organizations behind the creation of Jordan's Place. And then get this, do you know what the most poisonous spider in the world is? Joy? I do not. Um, they're all poisonous as far as I'm concerned. I keep them away. <laughs> they, they all are poisonous and they all need to be you dead. Say, yep. What is it? But um, It is a deadly Sydney funnel web spider. I'd never heard of this. Recently, the largest male specimen of the poisonous spider was found in Australia. Far from us, thank God. But the spider measured three inches, 3.1 inches from foot to foot with fangs that could pierce a human fingernail. Nope. This, nope. <laughs> this spider nope. is named Hercules and it found a new home in Australia's reptile park. Uh, obviously this was a, an appropriate name and yeah, I agree with you. Have you, have you ever gotten bit by a poisonous spider or yes. gotten close enough one? You have? I got what? bit by, um, I, there was a, a doctor, really, really old. I mean, he was old back in the day. And I walked down to his house. He's retired. I knocked on the door and I said, Dr. Henry, look at this on my leg and tell me what it is. Because it was really looking gnarly. And he said, that is a young black widow. You were bitten <gasps> by a young black widow. And I'm like, ooh, how did, oh. when? I don't know. And he gave me a steroid and it took care of it. But it kind of got, you know, they say it looks like a bullseye. Yes. And it kind of did. It was like, it was purple and pink. And then it got more purple and pink and less purple and pink. And it was 
the size of like a coaster, I guess. I don't know, but Yikes. it was weird, but it took care of it. And I don't even remember where it was, but you know, oh, that's good. It, it, it takes a man who's been in medicine for decades to look at it and go, yep, that's about of a young black widow. But so yeah, <laughs> the short answer is yes, I have. Yeah. Hey, um, now I've got a feel good story. I don't know if you've seen the video of this kid. Huh. Uh, a, a young man named Wilson Gibson. All right. He's a 13 year old from Oklahoma. Get this. He becomes the first person ever believed to beat the original Nintendo version of Tetris. Okay. What? According to blows my mind. According to reports, he beat level 157, which is known as unplayable because of limitations with the game's programming somehow in less than 39 minutes. Okay. So apparently the only thing that pulled this off before him that anybody knows about is artificial intelligence. It apparently reached level 157, also known as the kill screen. Um, but I've seen video of this kid, and he, I guess he does it, and he's just like, so excited. Oh, oh I did it. You know, and I mean, he was super excited. So he's probably one of these that either gets paid to play or he's going to get paid to play or develop the games. I don't play those games. I just don't. Uh, no, I think the only game I was really happy to beat uh, certain levels was like the fire level in Super Mario Brothers when oh, I like I make like it past that. the fire lava level. Okay. Now I couldn't even do any of that. But it's, you know, the Wii games are my favorite. Some of the just the fun Wii games, like I, I like Mario Kart. That was just one of my favorite ones. Yes. But I just never had been one to play games on my phone or or just video games in general, you know, I just, I don't know why. And when you've got people like that, you know, what do they need me screwed it up for? So. Well, it, it's awesome that he was 13. That doesn't really surprise me because so many kids play video games these days. So who knows what he'll do when he's 17. Can you even imagine all the games he's going to beat in the no. next couple of years? So he's so we, young and I'm so old. And by the way, your hair is beautiful with the little, the little tinsel <laughs> going well, thank on. You. you know, you are the Bring in the Christmas spirit all year long <laughs> whenever they it, fall Joy. out. So I love it. I love everything I'll, about it. Well, thank you, Joy. And thank you for joining us, you guys. I know we went a little bit long today, but we hope you have a wonderful weekend and happy Friday. And Joy, thanks again for joining us. And Ethan and Sarah, hopefully we'll be back this next week because I don't know if I should be filling in longer than this week. <laughs> So take care, time. guys. I'm in with you. All right. Have a good one. See Bye. You. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. It's time for Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather, sponsored by Scooter's Coffee. Here's your host, meteorologist Abby Dyer. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your Friday. It's January 5th, and there are some snow showers showing up on the radar picture this morning. Expect snowfall on the radar at some point. Today, we're going to have a mix of rain and snow and then just some drizzle, perhaps even a little bit of freezing drizzle as we head into this evening, too. But temperatures this morning, we're in the upper 20s. The snowflakes are flying, so expect that for your morning drive today. Here's the good news that I have for you as we round out the work week. This is going to be a very minimal impact event. Bridges and overpasses could be slick, especially while that winter weather is active. But other than that, I don't think we see big impacts on the road because by this afternoon, the temperature profile warms up enough that I think we 
transition over into just some cold rain. Uh, and also the road temperatures are generally warm. So we're going to see a lot of melting initially, even though the snowflakes are flying roads, a non-issue for most early today. The exception here may be down in our far southwestern counties and portions of northern Arkansas. In fact, the Boston Mountains, uh, you folks have a winter weather advisory out until 8 p.m. tonight because higher elevation. So snowfall totals may be a bit higher for you. You may have a bit of a struggle warming that temperature up above the critical 32 degree point. Southwestern counties area southwest of Springfield, that's where we may have some bigger issues with the winter weather, but nobody's expecting a ton of snowfall here. In fact, I'm thinking maximum, we have like an inch and a half of snow, and that's in those highest elevations in the Boston Mountains with very little in the way of roadway impacts. But active weather ahead, nonetheless, you're going to see the snowflakes flying. That makes for an exciting day, right? As you're out and about, bundle up today. High temperatures will only warm into the upper 30s, going 37 for the high temperature forecast today. A wintry mix in the forecast through most most of the day too. However, as I already mentioned, I think impacts will be very limited. I have to mention at least the potential for the slick places, especially bridges and overpasses. So slow it down early this morning uh, if you think you're in a tricky spot. Overall, though, we are talking about the timing of this transitioning over into just some cold rain. I think in Springfield, that's probably going to happen around midday day, we will see that rain snow mix show up. And then for a while, we could see a little bit of drizzle or freezing drizzle as well. That says the temperatures drop again this evening. That window of time for that to happen is very low, but it's something to mention to you, especially if you have plans on this Friday evening. If you'll be out and about, there could be a few slick areas and maybe some slick, you know, handrails and things like that if freezing drizzle does materialize. For others, I think we see that snowfall transition into some cold rain by about 3 p.m. For the Springfield area, anywhere from a half inch to an inch of snow is possible. But again, I think most of this on the roadways is going to go straight to melt, which is good news. Dreary skies are then going to stick with us as we get closer to Saturday. There could be an isolated wintry mix here as well widely scattered in nature. Freezing drizzle, maybe some snowflakes, probably some cold rain mixed in there as well as high temperatures once again stay in the upper 30s on Saturday. It will be a cold, cloudy day with some widely scattered wintry weather dotting the radar from time to time. By Sunday, the sunshine comes back out for us. Temperatures return to the low 40s there, so closer to normal by Sunday. That's going to be the day that you at least can get outside before our next winter weather system ramps up on the radar. That one on deck to arrive by Monday and Tuesday. The forecast plays out like this, though. Today, high temperature 37 in the Springfield area. I think we see a wintry mix on the radar pretty much all day long. You may have some lulls in the activity, but it should continue through this evening and even through tonight. Not a nice day to be out. By Saturday, we see temperatures warm a little bit, 39 for the high temperature forecast on Saturday. And by Sunday, we're back at 43. Low temperatures get chilly, though, through this time period. And this is all setting the stage for our next winter weather system that begins on Monday. Now, Monday, I have high temperatures that are going to be in the low 40s, about 40 degrees. And I think what we see, at least initially in the Ozarks, is a lot of rain. 
I mean, it could be heavy rain and some wind that comes with it on Monday too. Really not nice travel conditions out there on Monday. The winds will pick up. We have this upper level low that's going to be approaching the area, setting up for a major storm system across the central United States. Winds will be a big headline with this. And I think at least initially we get some heavy downpours too on Monday. There is still a question mark on the exact track of this storm, but at least right now, accumulating snow looks possible in the Ozarks. That would likely happen by Tuesday, and it's our northern counties that have the best shot at seeing accumulating snow here. This large snow system, though, is going to bring widespread, moderate precipitation and very gusty winds Monday into Tuesday night. There's about a 50% chance for minor impacts to happen on Tuesday, driven by the snow amount, and uh, moderate impacts for the same area in our far northern counties. So exact details, still a bit uncertain here, but this is going to come into play, or a bit of a clearer picture over the weekend, and I will have a very detailed forecast for you coming out on Monday, talking snowfall amounts. Right now, it does look like a few inches is going to be possible, but the best chance of seeing that will be north of I-44, central Missouri. That's going to be the better location. And some models are even indicating that the St. Louis area may have a better chance at the accumulating snowfall than us here in the Ozarks. So time will tell. If you want precision and accuracy, uh, you got to be patient. Here's a look at the uh, conditions, though, as we head into that storm system Monday and Tuesday. What I'm talking about is some impact here uh, on the roadways as well as the winds that are going to play into this as well. And again, the best chance for seeing some impact is going to be in our far northern counties. Kansas City area may be seeing some of those by Tuesday evening as well. Uh, It's a lot of the country that's seeing this more active pattern too. light to moderate snowfall expected for portions of the southern and great central plains on Friday. Then snowfall for the mid-Atlantic to the northeast as we head into the weekend. That's going to be a big headline for you tomorrow. And then we see strong low pressure develop, move through the center part of the country. This is the storm I was referring to for the central U.S. that affects us next week. High winds, heavy rain, heavy snowfall for somebody. And uh, we're just going to see a lot of winter weather here in the seven-day forecast. So those of you that were waiting on it and wishing for it for that warm December, Welcome to January. Things have changed for us in a big way. All right, here's a look at that around the Ozarks. Wake up weather brain twister question for the day. Napoleon Bonaparte was once attacked by which group of animals? The options were A, alpacas, B, deer, C, foxes, or D, rabbits. If you guessed D, rabbits, you are correct. Uh, this may be the first rabbit attack I have heard of a horde of bunnies. It's referred to as the great bunny attack of 1807. Um, wow. This is kind of a crazy story. Of course, uh, Napoleon known for defeating his enemies, but, uh, not when they're rabbits, they won this one and he ended up fleeing by carriage, Uh, This was set up by his chief officer as like a celebration. He invited Napoleon and a lot of his friends, I guess, to Paris for this park. Um, They were going to do a rabbit hunt. 
rabbit, a big delicacy at the time. So they were kind of hard to come by. So his chief officer rounded up all of these rabbits, I guess, tame rabbits, uh, to put them in this park for this rabbit hunt, um, for Napoleon, who was supposed to be the star of the show. They were caged and then they released all of these 3000 rabbits. Uh, but they did not run away from the hunters. They actually, uh, descended on Napoleon. He ran away. He locked himself inside a carriage. I guess a few hung on to his body, uh, reports of people that were there. They say, uh, the rabbits attacked him with a quote, unspeakable frenzy climbing up his legs and into his arms. The rabbits had the last laugh here because Napoleon ended up leaving and the hunt did not happen for the humans. I think it did happen for the rabbits and it sounds like they were pretty successful in that. All right, here's a look at the brain twister question for tomorrow. Do you know this one? Which mammal can hold their breath the longest? Do you think it is A, elephant seals, B, beavers, C, sloths, or D, dolphins? Let me know your guess. You can do that at aroundtheozarks.com. There you will also find up-to-the-minute weather information all day long. So I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Today, a wintry mix. It will be cold today, but very minimal impact from the winter weather that we're seeing. The impact system could happen next week. Again, that's Monday and Tuesday. Heavy rain in the forecast for Monday. It transitions to wintry weather for Tuesday. So I encourage you to check back with the forecast at the website all weekend long for updated details. We'll, of course, be talking about that winter storm early next week. And uh, the plan now, just prepare for some snowfall by Tuesday. few inches possible, especially in our northern counties. That's what we're talking about right now. Impacts are going to be possible, and uh, we'll be tracking that one all weekend long. I hope you have a fantastic weekend, and thanks so much for listening to Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather.